Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. You would be shocked. I mean, the world would be shocked if they actually spent time critiquing their list of the things that they do on a daily basis and realize that half, if not 60 to 70% of our day is doing fluff bullshit. Like uh, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just it. Right. And it's like, and then people say, I don't have time. And I'm just like, you do have time. You're just not making it. Welcome back the pit stop garage that is not the smell of burnt rubber that is the smell of burnt charcoal and oak wood because i am talking to ryan malpy the founder and owner of bbqgrills.com also a husband father and second generation uh, e-commerce store owner which is just crazy to me that we're having those conversations already but we're going to be having a lot more and you can't have them if you're not balancing your work and family life i notoriously missed my best friend's wedding shower, which I was the best man at because I was working a trade show that day. And it's a regret that I have to this day. Not not my proudest moment, but you don't make the right decision all the time and you, you have to learn. So hopefully you can learn from some of our mistakes and some of the ways that we balance work and family life as well. So Ryan, welcome back to Pit Stop. Thank you, Lucas. It's a, it's a pleasure to be back. So not only are you uh, an entrepreneur, not only are you running a pretty high growth company and brokering brokering domains left and right, but you also have four kids and yes. and a wife and just have a whole whole family that also requires your your attention. And in a way, right. I remember hearing that that a business really is like a child and that it's so much work and sleepless nights at the start. But if you you take care of it. And as it grows, it'll take care of you into your, your old age. And it's how you, how you network and meet a lot of other people. And I love that analogy, but you can't right. put one child that's not a human ahead of your other four. So I would right. love to, to hear some of the strategies that you've learned either both the hard way or that others have passed on to you about balancing work and family life. Yeah. I mean, it's uh Goodness sakes, there's a lot to cover on that topic. I mean, it's it's a struggle, right? I mean, it's you said it best when you when you own a business, when you start a business, it is a child. Um, sometimes it's a three year old toddler that's screaming and kicking on the ground, but it is a child nonetheless. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's you know it, it it's it constantly requires sacrifice. Um, it constantly requires you know putting yourself in that situation of putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. You know, pulling yourself away from certain events, like you were describing yourself, which I've had to do several times. And, you know, I think the hardest part for me was when I, when I decided to, to launch bbqgrows.com and, and start to, you know, design it and develop it and, you know, sketching out homepages and layouts and all of these things. It, I, I was working 16, 18 hours a day. Uh, and, and that's not even exaggeration. I mean, literally going to bed. It, have you ever dreamt in product? Because I've had dreams of where. Oh yeah, so I don't. I don't even get, get a break. My best while I'm ideas. But like I, I've <laughs> that's literally. That's where I get my best ideas. Dreamt in Salesforce before. I mean, it's just you're. You're. I like to tell people. It's like people are like, "Oh God, I'm overworked," and I'm like, "Okay, were well, you dreaming about solutions?" And they're like, "No," and I'm like, "Okay, you're not working hard enough." <laughs> because <laughs> I promise you, my best solutions have come from dreaming my problems. 
Um, yeah, eight, and I 18 think, hours know, a day, not including dream time. Right, right, exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, going to sleep at 3 a.m., waking up at 6 a.m., doing the same exact thing over and over for six to seven months is emotionally draining. And, you know, in the past, when I was an employee for, you know, 10 years before I became the CEO and owner of bbqgirls.com, it, it, there was that disconnect, right? Like there was that, I loved it. It was that feeling of like, I get to go to an office for eight to 10 hours a day and come home and completely disconnect. It's hard to do that when we're sheltered in place for the last you know year and a half, we're stuck in our homes and I have to wake up and see my desk. And when I'm working, I see my bed and I go to sleep and I wake up and I see my desk. And it's like, there's never mm-hmm. this process of, of feeling a sense of you know, uh, disconnect. It's you're always yeah, connected or, or and demarcation of this is when my work day ends and I'm going right. to stop thinking about it for a little bit and thinking about, right. start thinking about dinner on my commute home and maybe listen to right. uh, to podcast or something. Right. And I think that, you know, that's important. And, uh, you know, going through all these emotional disconnects and feeling like I can't escape and doing these things, it, it was hard, you know, hearing my kids play outside while I'm coding away and designing away is, you know, there's that, that guilt, right? Like there's like that kind of, am I really doing the right thing? Like, is this really going to get where I need it to be? And it, it will there come a time when I won't have to do this and it'll work by itself and I can enjoy those fruits of my labor and spending time with my children and doing the things necessary that make me feel whole. Um, being a parent of four and a husband um, is, th- those are my biggest accomplishments. My, my family is, I tell people all the time, those are my biggest accomplishments. You know, having four healthy children and having an absolute love of my life been married 13, 14 years now, high school sweethearts. I mean, those are my biggest accomplishments. Um, This is all fluff. And when I started to realize that and kind of hone in on that, you know, it's, it's necessary to disconnect yourself. That's, that's where, you know, recreation is where we garner our ideas. When I, whenever I step away from a problem and I allow myself to disconnect, go on a walk, you know, listen to the birds, take my son to the park, you know, doing whatever I have to do to disconnect from the work my brain is working, you know, it's, it's, it never stops, right? I mean, everybody's brain just never stops, but you, you almost like it, it flushes out all of the stress and the bad stuff and it, and it produces new ideas and new aha moments. And you're never going to find that continuously burying your head in the sand and trying to figure out, you know, the things while you're deep in it, not going to happen. And, you know, it's, it's necessary too. And I, I literally, I was talking with my dad about this as well and just cornerstone of a majority of the things that I go to is my father just because he's been in this realm before, right? I mean, he, he knows very well what's going on. And, you know, I, I, I remember telling him, I'm like, I just feel like, is this ever going to gonna pay off? Like, I just feel like guilty because I'm not spending time with my children. Or I'm doing this. Or I'm doing that. And he's like, well, you know, that's good to feel that way. You know, that, that's a healthy way to feel because most people don't feel that way right? Most people are so selfish in their own mindset that they don't give a damn, even when it comes to their family. So props to you for feeling that way. That's, that's very, very good feeling. But the thing is, is that, let me ask you a question. If you died tomorrow, mm-hmm. what would you regret? Well, nothing. And I said, dead. <laughs> right, right. So that was my <laughs> first answer. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm dead, but you know, this, that, and the other. And he's like, okay, well, let's say that you knew you were going to die tomorrow. What would you regret? in the last six months. And I said, well, probably not spending enough time with my family. And he said, then you should put that at the top of your list. And that's the thing that you should be focusing on. Because if that's the most important thing to you, all this other bullshit 
it's just second. It's just, it's just second. That's all it is. And you're going to get to a point where if you work smart enough and hard enough at this, there will come a time when this will yield positive results while you are doing what it is that you need to do. And it, nothing was further than the truth. I, I mean, it was, it, it was a hundred percent accurate. And I started changing my schedule a little bit around, you know, I'd wake up at six, I'd go on a walk, I'd quit to the gym, I'd come home, make breakfast with the family. And I started to alter my schedule. And more mm-hmm. so I started to allow myself the opportunity to condense a lot of the things that I was doing. You know, if I caught myself maybe on Reddit, or if I caught myself on a social media platform for more than 10 minutes, I instantly stop what I'm doing. And I go outside or I'd go spend time with the family because obviously what it is that I'm doing isn't really that important, right? I blocked (laughs) my social media because I found myself just scrolling. Right. Right. I mean, that's, and that's the biggest thing too, is like all and I catch myself doing it all the time, mindlessly scrolling on Instagram or Facebook, right? And it's just like, this, it's like this isn't fidget. yielding. It is. That's all it is. That's that's one of the reasons why social media is so successful is because it's just a distraction tool, well, really. That's all it is. It's the exact same game mechanics that a casino uses to keep you on the slots all day. They use to keep you just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So they right. keep serving up ads. Right. And that's it. And I just, I told myself that, you know, I need to start focusing on the things that, that bring me internal happiness. And obviously that's spending time with my family and my kids. Um, and, you know, ever since then I've critiqued my schedule. You know, I wake up 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m., I'm off to the gym, come home, mm-hmm. breakfast, you know, with the whole family, um, you know, spending a little bit of morning with them, playing, wrestling, doing some schoolwork, that's that and the other. And then I'm, you know, in the office for 11 to 3 and then, you know, back down for lunch, going to do things that we, we want to do. And, um, you know, from there on in, it's just, it's, it's just about readjusting what it is that, that putting the things necessary first that make you feel happiness really. Yeah. I love that. And it's, so do you work, do you try to do most of your, your work between 11 and three then? Yeah, that's, that's a majority of the time. And what I love, and I just found this out about six weeks ago, which has been a, uh, like a, just blew my mind. I had no idea that Gmail had a snooze button, right? <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. So Gmail has a feature on their emails where you can snooze an email. So if an email comes, because I'm like a, I have to see a clean email. Like I, I don't want to see any emails in my inbox or else it makes me like semi-anxious, right? There's features now where like you could snooze an email until like 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. So like invoices or things that need to be paid or tracking or like things that I know can wait until the end of the day, those get snoozed past bedtime. And then that Mm -hmm. way after bedtime, when I look at my phone, I'm like, oh, I got to go do all these really quick, pound those out. And then it's done. Because the problem is, is that if I allow myself, I could sit here all day and just nitpick at each email, right? Like go through one at a time and spend 10 minutes, then get distracted, spend another 10 minutes, get distracted, spend another 20 minutes, get distracted. I suffer from massive ADHD and I have since I was a child. So like my brain is just constantly yeah, the, distracted. The, it, buying in dirt bikes impulsively gave it away. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then now it's just like when I have one cluster, it's like, okay, we're attacking this for the next 30 minutes. And it's like, I just cut my workload from three hours to 30 minutes. And now I just have an extra two and a half hours that I could just go do whatever it is that I want to do. Yeah. Um, and it's, and that just resonates with me so much. I don't talk about it too, too much just cause I don't like 
giving too much medical advice, but I was diagnosed with ADHD formally dur during the pandemic. And just one thing that helps me is just making lists of things and just writing it down and realizing it. Because otherwise, right. I'm really good at stretching 15, 20 minutes of work right. into three hours right. and just going back and forth and infinite scrolling. If I can just kind of wrap it up at the end of the day and it's not that urgent, well, then I've got time to go to the gym at lunch if I want or take an hour long walk and just get those creative juices going. Right. Completely agree. Yeah, it's 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 very important to create a schedule. I mean, in anything that you do, I mean, when you visually get to see something that it is that you need to do, whether it's a list, whether it's chores, whether it's, you know, emails, whether whatever, when there's a list or something that is written down, it just it literally put something in your brain that it allows you the ability to get it done much sooner and much quicker and not you know it's like what elon musk said it's like if you take six if it takes you you know if you set a goal to clean your room in six months it's probably going to take you six months to clean your room right but if you set a goal to clean your room in two minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes it's probably only going to take you 30 or 60 minutes to clean your room it's just how you design your schedule to fit your day is going to promote how much you're going to get done and in a timely manner. And you would be shocked. I mean, the world would be shocked if they actually spent time critiquing their list of the things that they do on a daily basis and realize that half, if not 60 to 70% of our day is doing fluff bullshit. Like that, that's, mm -hmm. that's just it. Right. And it's like, and then people say, I don't have time. And I'm just like, you do have time. You're just not making it. You know, it's like, you have to you have to sacrifice the time that you you want to sacrifice in order to get to where you feel you need to be. You know, mm. and it's so it's easy just my opinion. Feel. It's so the definition of a fluid, like a liquid or a gas, is that it takes up as much space as as it can. So if you mm -hmm. have like the the water will just always fill up the edges of the glass right. or or however it works, and to me it just that's like time if you have three hours to do a task or 30 minutes to do a task, you'll take that full amount of time. And just by, I remember I just started sales calls used to be by default an hour. And I just started booking them for half an hour. Cause I realized it's all that it takes. The prospect wants to see five minutes in the, of the software. We don't need to just drag through everything. And it's, I pride myself on the efficiency. That's why I make these podcasts short and we we've right. gone over time by a little bit, but it really right. is using that that time smartly so that you can procrastinate in a better way like going for a walk right. or and and we talked about it doing nothing in a good way and being that healthy kind of right. board when you went camping and i remember i went camping for the first time this summer and i was just staring at the waterfall i just found it the most yeah. peaceful thing to watch like a little piece of water go over a rock and then as soon as it was gone <laughs> i would find another one and i could just do right. that for for hours and you have to find that time to make nothing, but right. it's just so much healthier to do that instead of scrolling Reddit endlessly. It's social media is a, I feel like it's promoted in a way to continue to distract people. It's social media as a whole. I, I love and hate internet at the same time because it helped mm -hmm. create the lifestyle and the life that I have now, but it also has just single-handedly distracted and destroyed humanity as a whole. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 net, it's net positive but it's not without collateral damage. I mean, a lot of things are right. I mean, that's how a lot of things in this world work. And the problem is, is that when you allow them to control you and when you allow them to control your emotions and your feelings and your to-do list and things of that nature, it's hard, you know, and it's, 
you know, I, I know a lot of people and I, I get this way too. It's like, you know, it's like there's me time, right? And your me time is, is there's nothing that I find more than, you know, self-care of just scrolling on my phone mindlessly in bed with no children screaming and yelling at me. I mean, that's, that's cool. Like my wife loves to take hot baths and just scroll and shop online. Like that's her me time, right? And so yeah. there's times and places to do it, but it's just don't let it overstimulate and over control how much you need to do and distract you from the things that can, you know, produce results and progress that that's it. You know, it's like, do you, if you spend three hours a day scrolling on your phone, we'll just take an hour, go to the gym, go for a walk, go for a run, work out, and then spend two hours. Like that extra hour is not going to change anything. I promise you. You you saw the good content in the first two hours. There's right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's nothing else is going to come out of that after that third hour. No. And it's like, I, don't really use Twitter and, and LinkedIn that much on my my desktop anymore unless I'm doing it with purpose and then I'll say, okay, 10 minutes, let's just see what's going on. And like, that's how we got connected. We got connected through LinkedIn and it's great. And hopefully right. we're helping others through LinkedIn, which we just shot all over, but it's, it's in moderation. So I guess that's where, where we will wrap it up because the segue was a couple minutes ago when we talked about finding times to be creative. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode is finding and making time to be creative because I think creativity is the biggest differentiator that we have. We all have access to the same data. We, we can all run, run the same ads. It's not like we need a big New York ad agency to get us at advertising on one of four TV channels anymore. We, we can, we all have access to Facebook, TikTok, out of home advertising. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation make sure you're subscribed. And if you don't have three barbecues yet, head over to bbqgrills.com to grab one now. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.